0: So do you ever have one of those moments when someone says something and you're like, oh yeah, yeah. And then you walk away and you go, wait a second, what the heck did they just say to me? Well, that happened to me recently when I was talking to my neighbor. And I now have my neighbor, if you're watching us live on YouTube, I have my neighbor literally sitting next to me. We're practically in each other's laps because I need her to tell a little story. So thank you so much for being here. And let's dive in. Hey there, Kelly here. And thank you so much for joining us today. I'm honored to have you here. If you're looking for tips, habit shifts, and shortcuts to fitness consistency and the freedom that feeling great brings, you're in the right place. As the fitness consistency coach with a touch of adventure, I've been helping smart, busy women embrace fitness and long-term freedom for over 20 years. I am so glad you're here. Hi! <laughs> hi, Kelly. Thank you for being here. <laughs> okay. So, so this is Joanna's first interview. So we have to be kind to her and also give her a little grief. Um, so the other day, I'm out walking my dogs. You stop to say hi, and just for the listeners, Joanna recently got a new dog. What, a couple of years ago? Yeah. Okay. He's she's got this. Co- he's my COVID dog. She's oh she okay. She got a COVID puppy a couple of years ago. He's a little bit of a wild child, and he's super cute. And so I stopped to talk to her. She's in her car. She's on her way to go swimming. And we're just, I don't even know what we're talking about. And she says, oh yeah, well, my job right now is to outlive my dog. And I laugh, of course. (laughs) And then she says, well, I'm turning 81 next week. And I'm like, and then I walk away and I'm like, wait a second. What did she just say to me? Because if you're watching us on camera, Joanna is, she's tall. She's slender. She has the best posture of anyone I've ever seen in my life. I just assumed that she was a ballerina. Like I've always thought, in fact, I tell everybody, oh yeah, yeah, she was in dance. <laughs> and then I said to her, It's like, can you come talk to people on the podcast? And she's like, I wasn't in dance. <laughs> so tell us your story. Thank you for being here. And tell us like, I mean, I just want to know, like, I'm literally calling this podcast episode, Be Like Joanna, because... When this podcast episode drops, you've just had your 81st birthday. She rode her bike over here to do the podcast interview. Okay, guys, I have to tell you, if I was going over to her house, I would have driven my car because it's 100 degrees out. But nope, she rides her bike over. So tell us a little bit about how you got so active and what your lifestyle is. Mm, probably, I think, I now do I talk to you, right? Sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, uh, I've always liked to move. I've been a mover my whole life. Um, I rode horses when I was a kid. Then I went into gymnastics. Nobody told me that if you're six feet tall, you probably <laughs> picked the wrong sport. But I tried. Gymnastics got me into dance. Um, I I majored in physical education because I liked to move. And I thought, well, that would be a good job. And then physical education became dance. And ultimately, I wound up at the University of Houston um with my phd as the head of the dance program there so i spent 21 years telling other people what to do with their bodies um while i was at the university of houston and then i retired in 1998. is that far enough <laughs> yeah that's a, that's a good start <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so, so here you are you retired in 1998 yeah. and you've been telling people how to move and what to do with their bodies and then what you do is you don't stop right you just keep going so what right. happens next like what are your what are your favorite activities what do you start doing do you do things differently so i started swimming laps um when i first got to the pool i didn't really know how to breathe so then i found a couple of older friends that were master swimmers and they gave me a video and that taught me how to breathe and how to uh, turn at the end of the pool and I just uh, kept swimming because it was nicer. Actually, after menopause, it was nicer to be in water where I could stay cool and be active than to be exercising. Yeah. So that was, that's been my main, uh, I would say, probably my main um, aerobic exercise, which I know I'm not supposed to just do that because you're supposed to do weight-bearing exercises too. So my weight-bearing exercise is Tai Chi. Oh right. How, how can yeah. I not even remember yeah. this? Yeah. So just so you know, Joanna got me in her backyard trying to show oh, me how yes, to do well. <laughs> trying doing. to show you, yeah, do Tai Chi. I am the most uncoordinated person in the world. She's so gentle with me. And I'm like, my nose is going to the right and my toes are going to the left. And she's like, no, no, let's try it this way. <laughs> Oh, that was our COVID. That, 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 that was during right. COVID. Yeah, that was right. Said, yeah, let's do Tai Chi during COVID. I forgot about that. Yay. I had I yeah. had forgotten until you just mentioned yeah. it. So you've been t- doing Tai Chi for how long? Well, I, I tried it a couple of times when I was dancing. thought it was the most boring thing i have <laughs> ever done in my whole life because it was so slow. Right. Then I picked it up again in my 60s, and my partner spouse person frank and i took a tai chi class together and we liked doing it together and um so we learned the whole 108 form the long Whoa. form which takes about 15 15 minutes to do and um it's very slow it's very about balance it's very about mind which uh, once i retired one of the things i wanted to do was keep my mind engaged. and I didn't know exactly how to do that, but Tai Chi did it really well. Uh, learning to bird and identify birds oh, was right. the other thing that I saw right. do. And it's also a nice um, slow motion kind of a thing. You walk, you get out in nature, you but you attend to things. So uh, there's this combination of mind and body that's working for me pretty well. Wow. So you're swimming, yeah. you're doing Tai Chi. Tai Chi kind of takes care of the mobility and the resistance so you don't yeah you don't need to do the stretching and the yoga because tai chi does that for you. i tried yoga and i I had a a, what i call the nazi yoga teacher (laughs) and it also it hooked into my competitiveness and i thought oh i can go a little further i can do it and then my body said wait a minute wait a minute this isn't what you're supposed to be doing here but i couldn't let go of the competitiveness and there's not much competition when you're just swimming along by your own self. uh, Right. Swimming, or when you're doing Tai Chi, it's absolutely not competitive. You know, that's a really good point because like I've noticed I don't do yoga a lot because I'll do the same thing. Like I'll be doing my pose and then I'll see somebody else. I'm like, oh man, they're doing it better or they're doing it further or whatever the word is. And I'm like, oh, I need to try harder. Forget that, right? It's like all in your, just like, contained self-contained so basically your exercise is self-contained exercises well and and one of the things i had to remind myself is i already did that one of the reasons why i loved dance and i got into dance is it was all about seeing what the limits of your own body were and so i already you know i already did that up till the time i was 56 i said okay let's see how much you can do with this body and i thought i don't need to do that anymore but i had to let go of that mindset right if that makes any sense oh it makes total sense yeah i'm still working on that well i mean you know once once an athlete yeah and especially a competitive yeah. athlete, always. Yeah, well, yeah they There's a little twinkle when there's somebody in the other lane, and you go, oh, "I can go, yeah, you know, I can go I know, as much right? as the other, <laughs> the other lane." Yeah, yeah. It's so, you just yeah. can't help yeah. yourself. It's it's like a dog. I don't know, a dog chasing <laughs> a rabbit, actually. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, so all right. I have another question because you had you had surgery mm-hmm. um, a couple of years ago. How long ago? Uh one year ago in August. Holy smokes! Okay, less than a year ago. Yes. You had back surgery yeah Uh all right laminectomy and what is that a laminectomy oh well let me back up a little bit because um uh i long time ago somebody said as tall as you are you will have back problems and as active as i am uh i really do have back problems and i've probably squished all the juice out of all my discs Mm, um so i've gotten used to saying oh that hurts you know shift around and do something else but um last spring spring 2022 uh there was a different kind of a pain and it was a pain and it was uh, a a numbness all the way down in my leg so that when i stood up for five minutes i i couldn't
1: Um, oh when i sat
0: down i couldn't i mean when i sat down everything kind of released again so i finally went to a physiatrist who sent me to an mri and the MRI showed that I had spinal stenosis, Okay, which I had to learn is that your wonderful body, this body that I absolutely love, was, had decided it would keep growing bone inside my vertebrae. Oh. And it's like a little bone spurs is how okay. I understand it. And this bone keeps growing until it squeezes the nerves that are in the middle of your vertebrae so that they can't function. And so then your legs go numb and there's lots of pain and you can't do anything. And I tried physical therapy. I tried my own stretching exercises. You know, people try to figure out how to deal with their own body. And finally, this one, I said, I don't think I can do this one. And when I met the neurosurgeon, he said, well, this is why. And he showed me my my. MRI on a screen. Right. And he said, see this vertebrae? And I said, yeah. He said, see that white stuff? I said, yeah. He said, that's space. That's one of your good vertebrae." Now look at this one, blacker in pitch. Black <laughs> is your shirt. And he said, there is no room inside really? your vertebrae for your nerve. Okay. And so he told me he would take his little microscope and scoop and carefully take my, my nerves out of the way. And then he'd take his little drill and he'd drill that bone away and then you would do a little flossing I love a little <laughs> flossing and then you would sew me back up and I'd be fine and I was wow wow <laughs> is that so, amazing yeah I mean because I know I know friends who have told me they had bones first yeah. in their back and they're like still not yeah Doing anything years later. Oh. So well, I couldn't figure out anything else to do. This one was yeah. when I thought, I don't think I can mentally move this away. I don't think I can exercise it away. I couldn't think of anything that I had the tool to do. Right. And so I thought, when i you know, when I got the right surgeon. And right. trust me, if, if anybody's listening to this, uh, really ask a lot of surgeons. Isn't that the truth? Mm-hmm. I had a ear surgery a number of years ago mm-hmm. and I interviewed five or six surgeons. And I told them, I'm interviewing you and they're looking at me like you little snot. And I'm like, yeah, well, if you're gonna cut on me, I want to know who you are. Same I have the same mindset. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And the fact that also that you used everything you had in your arsenal first. Yeah. Right. You like, okay, you know your body. We all we know our bodies. And if we trust our bodies, then we just try and work with them. And then there's that point sometimes where you can't. Yeah. Right. And, I, and I, good old swimming, you know, I thought, okay, something's wrong. Let me see if I can release all that. So I'd go to the deep end of the pool and just hang there mm-hmm. and let my, my legs just drop, drop, drop. And that felt pretty good. So then I try to do my laps. And then when I couldn't even kick my legs, I thought, oh, I think I need somebody else. Yeah. So, and then, anyway. okay. Yeah. So how'd you recover? Because less than a year recovery, that's huge. <laughs> What'd you do? So it's a 45 minute operation. Uh, when you come out, you feel great. Of course, you're on drugs and
1: stuff. So, um, <laughs> go I good. said, you know,
0: I I think I should go to the bathroom. And they said, well, get up and go to the bathroom. So I walked to the bathroom. No pain. And I um I probably had to take. I can't remember this part, but I think I probably had to go out in a wheelchair because they always take you there. But then when I got home, everything was felt good. Wow. And so the next day, and I know I've told you this one, but we'll tell everybody else. So the next day I thought, oh, they tell you no lifting, no bending, and no twisting for several a couple of months. All right. And so I thought, okay, no bending, lifting, twisting. They didn't say anything about reaching up. So I saw some trees that needed trimming. And so I got my oh, man. and I'm and I'm trimming, trimming, trimming my trees. And then I left them all ground. And I said, Frank, you, I can't bend. You have to come all <laughs> up. <laughs> I can't lift. I just got so all the, these three friends. So, yeah. And, but I, I got in trouble with a lot of people. I for bet that. you did. Yeah, but but <laughs> you the, were okay. The sur- I was fine. And okay. the surgeons finally told me, he said, you can't hurt. or You can't um, do something to um, ruin my surgery. All you can do is cause yourself pain. By okay. doing something that but I have told you not to do. Okay. Well, that's good. But I didn't ever feel yeah. any pain. I mean, and the and the and the, the numbness and the um, all the pain that I'd had before it was gone as soon as I got up off the operating table. Wow!
1: Congratulations. So I am I am a
0: proponent huge. of laminectomies for spinal stenosis <laughs> with the right guy, right with the right one. With yeah, the right with the right, the right yeah. interview. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So. All right, you you've done all kinds <laughs> of things, and I know that for your birthday, okay, your birthday, you're going line dancing, yeah. neon boots. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like line dancing. Wow. <laughs> so what's next? I mean, you've got mm. all these plans, don't you? What's oh, next? I hard no, I don't have that many plans. It's more like um, opening the door and seeing what's there. Okay, more than anything. Okay. Else. Um, uh, I found that I I really am not as comfortable in a car as long as i used to be so i can't really sit in one place as long so i'm gonna have to figure out that one Mm, Um, it's too damn hot to go out and walk so i'm not gonna do that Um, right so i might take my dog dock diving dock diving oh yeah are you gonna dive with him no no we'll (laughs) we'll just all paddle around in the pool together (laughs) so we'll do that so i don't know i don't know what's next kelly i really don't um it's kind of a Oh, let's see what's out there. Well, that's Let, cool. I mean, yeah. I love the idea of just opening the door because yeah. I mean, for years you have traveled everywhere, yeah. um, helping and looking at birds yep. and doing. Yep. Tell us about your bird, just real quick. You you do a lot um, of bird counting yeah, with I, the Audubon. I, I, yeah, I got involved with Houston Audubon, which has a really cool bird sanctuary in High Island, and so I've done a lot of volunteering there. And then um, we have things called birdathons, and you go out and you see as many birds as you can. In a day, okay, and um, my teams have been pretty nice to me and pretty good, and so we've won some trips. I got to go to Ecuador, and and I've Whoa. been to some. You know, you, the one thing about birding is there's a lot of cool places you can go that are outdoors, um, and your your reason for going is to see the birds, but the places you get to go are fabulous, right? right. Yeah. So, right. It's, so it's more of an adventure than it is. know anything else so wow i love it i'm just waiting to see well what's next yeah i'm kind of waiting to see what's next because i don't know but but i don't think it will be um it won't be dependent on that i i can't do something you know what i mean in terms of uh i fixed it i got it you know yeah no you fixed it i mean you're not slowing down i mean if you're going line dancing for your 81st birthday and probably doing tai chi that morning and you know i mean And I love the idea that it's just opening the door to see what's next, because we don't always have to have plans. Right. Yeah? Yeah. We can be surprised. Yeah. And being surprised can be really awesome. Well, I think because you have to to pay attention to who you are right now. Mm -hmm. And who you are right now is there's part of who you used to be, but some of who you used to be might not be interested in who you are right now. And you have to kind of, there's a little play for me anyway, uh, Mm -hmm. about finding out is that what I used to want to do or is that who I am now wanting to do? So, I, you know, so I kind of just spend a lot of time listening if I can. Yeah, mm-hmm. Like listening to me, to you, yeah. to the inner and to voice. My body, and to my right? body, which, you know, was horrible. A year ago, I was listening to this body go, ow, ow, ow. And, You know, now it's going, thank you, thank you, thank you. Now it's like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, it's like, now, now, now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's such a good point because I caught myself the other day. I used to do, you know, small triathlons and things like that. A friend of mine was doing this race and she's like, hey, you want to come join me? And I'm like, yeah. And I was like, wait a second. You know what's on the other side of that. On the other side of that is pain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on the other side of that is your yeah. body saying, why would you yeah. just do that? Yeah. So sometimes yeah. you do. You yeah. have to adjust, yeah. but not stop. Right. Yeah. I, I had that happen just this morning. I was in the pool. Um, I like to do either um, a mile, which is 72 lengths, or I like to, if it's a really good day, then I like to do a length for every year I've been on the planet. So then I can pump it up to 80. And next week, eighty, right? Okay. Right. And this morning, the water was so warm that it was literally making me feel sick. Oh yeah. And I thought I got to make my mile. And I thought, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, it's my mile. Right. And so we, so me and my body, I said, let's stop at fifty. So we stopped at fifty. Yeah, that was that's fine. brilliant. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Well, There's, we have nothing to prove. And yes. everything became. But well, but you know, oh, you know, I, can I, know. Do, I, can do it. I know, I can do it. I that can do it. That voice is always back oh, there, isn't but it? But you don't have to. You don't no, have you to. don't have to. Yeah, I know. I have um, some people going with me on a trip I've got coming up, and and they've had some injuries, and so I have a second guide coming along to do some of the shorter hikes, and all three of them were like, "Oh my gosh, I don't want to do shorter hikes," and and I said you want to have fun don't you like i know you can do the longer hikes but why not go a little shorter and just really enjoy it it makes a difference yeah Yeah. but sometimes you don't even you forget that that's an option that's the other thing you have to i don't know when you when you learn that oh doing less is an option and it's an okay one (laughs) isn't it yeah it is an okay one. (laughs) we had a conversation on one of my coaching calls the other day about Um, you don't have to be perfect, right? Imperfect is fine, and everybody's like, "Oh man, that's a tough one." Yeah, but but I'm lucky; I don't happen to have perfectionist genes. Good. Yeah, for some reason I didn't get those. That's good enough. Yeah, you just got the competition genes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Oh well, okay. Before we wrap up and say happy birthday to you, anything that you would like, like words of wisdom. For someone who's thinking that, oh, my gosh, like, I I don't feel great right now. What can I do to, to start feeling better? Or what can I do to start moving more consistently might be a better question. Any suggestions? I like to lengthen. Okay. I like to, I, I, I'm pretty protective of my joints. And so I like to um find ways like I think that's why swimming's working for me because it buoys me up. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, and I, I've always like to see um, uh, it's called um, well, not lengthening, but uh, oh, shoot uh, there's a new word for that. but anyway, the but it's about, piece for you. Yeah, it's about opening the joints, right. um, uh, making yourself a little bit longer, a little bit more yeah no yeah. i know what you mean like, yeah. like stretching out like a yeah stretching so that out. so that you're not all a bundle of nerves a bundle of tightness mm-hmm. if you can just let go and find a way to um be more gentle i think yeah maybe that's a better way that's that's it. a really yeah. good point yeah yeah because I, I think that like like the mobility is probably the word yeah. they use now for yeah. a lot of things like choosing that when i tell people to yeah. choose that over yeah. you know their cardio yeah. or choose that over something yeah. else they're like oh no like you know that doesn't do anything for me but it does it, it gives you that flow right. in your body and your bones. amplitude that's the word amplitude. We, used, we learned that yeah. in gymnastics way back a while that you know you're trying to be as much as you can be and and that to me is about in in the joints as well well that's kind so, of life isn't it yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yes well thank you so much for being here i just like I'm so excited, and thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Thank you again so much for listening today. I truly appreciate the opportunity to connect. If you're ready to incorporate fitness consistency into your life, I'd love to help. I have a special gift for you. If it's a struggle to stay consistent with your fitness, and you're ready for all the energy, vitality, and feeling great you can have, go to my website, fitisfreedom.com. And on the homepage, you can get a free copy of my Consistency is Key Masterclass, plus a fitness plan you can follow along with, guaranteed to get you started on your path to being fit and free forever.